0: So hey everyone, welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. Uh, today we are joined by a Enneagram enigma. I don't know if you've ever been called a enigma before, I but it's happened.
1: <laughs> but I like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're here with Jackie Brewster. Jackie, how are you doing today, friend?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: How is life a little bit further north than where I am? I'm in Central Florida. How's life oh, up north in the Grand? Oh,
1: I didn't great know you were north. in Florida. Florida. Um, in Tennessee, it's like 83 and beautiful today, and Ooh, like. La la green and uh blue skies. It's beautiful. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I uh we're doing this right after lunchtime uh for those of you listening to peel back the curtain for a second. Uh, we're doing this right after lunchtime for me and I walked out of my house and the heavens just opened up and I got destroyed by Oh a, my gosh. Uh, it was uh, it was nuts, but at least it, it dropped the temperature down a few degrees so yes. we are currently sitting in the 80s as well. It's just a little bit uh, a little bit more humid it's at, the, like, at this point
1: in Florida. I feel like it does that. And then the, there's steam off the, off the concrete, right? Absolutely. It's like yeah. hot. Yeah. My family is all in Florida. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. I've got,
0: uh, there's a, a meme going around right now. It says like after it rains midday in Florida, the rest of the day feels like we're steaming crab legs. Yes. So that's
1: <laughs> yes. That is a that's- very good visual. Yes.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So, uh, the podcast is Maybe You're Like Me. And so mm-hmm. uh, there's probably people out there that I've never met you before. And yeah. uh, this is their first time bumping into you. So for anybody who has been living under a rock and not paying attention to global economics and the world as a whole, who is Jackie? Give us the the fun uh, overview details.
1: Okay. So I am um, Jackie Brewster. I'm a certified Enneagram coach, experiential specialist, um, author and speaker. That's like, you know, that side of me. And then I'm also a mama four and Whoa. a wife and been married for just about, um, 25 years. And congratulations! It, you know, it's been, it's been a road, it's been a journey. <laughs> and so we're going to be honest, right? Um, yeah. so I, um, I love what I do, my career, I see clients, all that great stuff. Um, And then I really love being a mom. And so I've launched two kids into the world and I've got twins that just had started high school. Uh, And that is, this is a wild ride. That's what this is.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I love all that for you. And um, I, uh, I know your husband tangentially Uh, is that, I don't know if I said that word right, but we're going to stick with it.
1: Okay. Um, I like that word too. Um, I don't know what it means, uh, but.
0: Yep. Who does? (laughs) (laughs) Um, they say it's been lost for centuries, but, uh, I work in the church creative world. And so I've, uh, I've heard and I heard lots of things from uh, both you Mm -hmm. and your husband. So thank you guys for being, uh, just really encouraging people. And Um, so I'm, I'm happy you're here. I'm, uh, I'm excited. So
1: (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Yes. That is part of our world too, is, um, is the church, the church, big C church, um, and the way that we can support that, we both my husband does music business and I help people unpack their stories. And so, yes, we that's really love cool. the church, yeah.
0: Okay, so the podcast is called Maybe You're Like Me, and so mm-hmm. my whole goal with all this is to probably uh, at the end of this conversation for people listening to maybe feel a little bit less alone. So, I there's love people that. we've all got hopes and dreams and fears and anxieties and all that fun stuff in the middle, yeah. But uh, if we're gonna we're going to get past all like the filtered version of you. Let's just start yeah. with the filtered version of you. So if somebody's following you on Instagram or Facebook, what's your highlight reel? Like what are people like going to be real impressed with? Let's just go uh, ahead and drop some uh, some bombs here.
1: <laughs> well, my Instagram It's Enneagram with JB and it's all Enneagram content. Very, very little personal content because when I post personal content, people don't really care. They really want (laughs) to read their Enneagram types. They want to know more about themselves. So that is, um, the focus on my social media is Mm -hmm. that I want to help people uncover and discover more about themselves.
0: That's awesome. All right. So let's talk Enneagram for a second. There's people that don't know what the Enneagram is. Uh, I feel like the Enneagram really like made a big sweep through uh, our community mm-hmm. about five, six years ago, mm-hmm. and so that's when I first kind of got a hold of it. So, uh, for people that don't know about the Enneagram, uh, tell us about the Enneagram, and then even uh, the book that you've written that goes along with some Enneagram stuff. We'd love yeah. to hear about it.
1: Okay, so the Enneagram is a personality typing system, and there's nine different personality types, nine different ways of viewing the world, nine different rose you know colored lenses. Maybe mm-hmm. they're not all rose colored, actually different colored lenses. Um, And so this is just a tool to help people really begin to uncover and discover more about themselves, um, their patterns of behavior, where they come from. Um, It's a very telling tool. Uh, Mm -hmm. Typically when you start to dig into the Enneagram, you're reading things about yourself that you're like, how did you know that? Or Mm -hmm. this is weird. Um, But it's all based and rooted in psychology. So there's nothing weird or mystical about it at all. This is just a beautiful tool to help us to get into our story. And so uh, I really love to use it that way. And Mm -hmm. um, I have created a couple tools, books to help us do that. So I have a devotional that's here in God speak, a 52-week Enneagram devotional that's been out Mm -hmm. for a couple of years. And that was it is beautiful and colorful and um, takes God's word, which is the truth. And then um, some Enneagram awareness so that you can see yourself and then God's word and be Mm -hmm. able to apply that in a real tangible way. Um, And I have an Enneagram Essentials card deck, which is, if you like my social media, you'd love this card deck. It just helps (laughs) you to get into uh, the Enneagram without having to read a book. So it's really for those people that are like, I don't want to read the book. I just want the highlight reel. That's that you want that. And it has questions to help you dive into into your number a little bit more. Um, And then my latest one is the Enneagram in your marriage, um, which is- this, I love this book so much. I'm passionate about this book because it helps people learn how to emotionally connect. And that's what I'm really passionate about.
0: All right. And just for fun, for people out there that don't know if they know what the Enneagram is, what is your Enneagram type?
1: I am an Enneagram seven.
0: Look at you. Yes. All right. Now I am uh, just for fun in the three seconds that we've been talking to each other. If you had to guess what my number is, what would you guess my number is? It's probably impossible. Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah. I am a nine. <laughs> uh, I'm a nine trying to be a seven. So I love it. Uh, I have, have no idea.
1: <laughs> Let me say that, you guys. I have no idea. Like, literally had no idea. I'm like, I don't know. You have a podcast. So maybe, uh-huh. um, oh, I love a nine trying to be a seven. There's a lot of familiarity in those two numbers. Let me so. tell you
0: what. The other day, um, I had, uh, there's a guy that uh, he's in our community and he comes up and he's like, Mike, I love your podcast. Uh, can I ask you a question? I was like, yeah, sure. He goes, are you an Enneagram seven? And I gave the guy a big hug and I was like, you don't know what that means to me. I love it. <laughs> I am I a love nine it. trying to be a seven. And for people that don't know what the Enneagram uh-huh. is, they're like, What are you talking about?
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Um, is there any way, just for maybe people that are brand new to this whole concept, just a real high-level uh view of the numbers, real quick?
1: Yes, a speed round of the numbers. Okay. Bring the heat. Okay. Um, I usually have something in front of me that helps me because I get. Uh, You know, my head gets lost, Um, but the Enneagram one is the moral perfectionist. So they really care Mm -hmm. about being good and doing the right thing, being above board. They don't want to be seen as corrupt or wrong. Um, They don't want to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Enneagram two is the supportive advisor and they, uh, they want to help people. They want to be loved and wanted. So therefore they're going to give love and they're going to make, make sure people feel wanted. Um, Mm -hmm. And so they love to, they're very supportive you know, and, and how they do that. The Enneagram three is the driven achiever, which, you know, Mike, you could have been that. (laughs) I think there's a lot of that in you. Um, so that driven achiever, um, and they often successful, um, goal oriented, task oriented, chase and dreams, I'm married to an Enneagram three. Um, our life is, is full and fast. That's what it's like. (laughs) Oh my gosh, here we go again. Um, The Enneagram four is the romantic individualist and, Mm. um, they want to be seen as unique and they want, um, they don't want to shift or shape. They really want to be who they are in the world and they want to be accepted as they are. But the Mm. Enneagram four oftentimes feels like they're not going to get that from other people. So there's, there's, um, there's some tension in that. Okay. Uh, The Enneagram five is the investigative thinker. Um, Mm. they are our pioneers. They, they are, um, They're like inventive. They think through different things, different scenarios. They think outside of the box. Um, They oftentimes are introverted, not always, but oftentimes introverted. Uh, They need a lot of alone time to recharge, but they also want a lot of alone time because they want to research and dig into the things that they care about. Um, I'm raising one of those, which, well, I mean, he's 21. I'm like, I'm still kind (laughs) of raising you, right? I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to always be his mom. Um, But then then we've got the Enneagram six, which is the loyalist. And, uh they, uh, they, you know what, they really care about safety and security. And so they mm-hmm. want to attach themselves to, um, a person, a group, an organization, a belief system that really helps them to feel settled and secure mm-hmm. in the world. Um, uh, I'm raising one of those too. She's in college right now and she's killing it. I'm so proud of her. I'm um, married
0: to one of those. So, oh, and yeah. they're real good people to be around. They so.
1: are, they are just warm and loving. I just, I love, um, I love all the numbers. The sixes are special. Um, Enneagram seven, the enthusiast. Uh, They are upbeat, positive, happy. Let's take on challenges. Let's go after things. Um, You know, they want to be cared for, but they don't really trust that that's going to happen. So they'll figure out how to just keep going. That's what happens Mm
0: -hmm. with them,
1: you know. Uh, The Enneagram eight is the protective challenger. Um, I, they're strong and confident and assertive. Um, you know, sometimes they get a bad rap for sure okay. because of this. Um, but they're, they're usually really great leaders, um, when they're in their strength zone, when they're in their sweet spot. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but they're strong, you know, they don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to be seen as weak or anything like that. So they're going to make sure that they come across, um, in a take charge way. And mm-hmm. then the Enneagram nine is the peacemaker. Um, look at them and i love the difference between peacemaker and peacekeeper they are not peacekeepers they are peacemakers mm. there's movement behind a nine and they hear all sides of a situation they hold space for people beautifully um and so uh, what they really want to know is that their presence matters and their voice matters and so they want to make sure that they give that to everybody else as well so that's the numbers. I just in that threw job. that on you yeah. and
0: you, you crushed it. Well done. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs>
1: it's like, I do it for a living. You know, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I am. I get so lost. trying to remember which ones, which sometimes I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think you're a one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm happy that we got the pro here, the be all end all of this. So I'm happy that you're here uh, guiding <laughs> us through it. And the reason that I wanted to actually throw that out in the beginning mm-hmm. is because yeah. uh, again, for people that may not have heard of the Enneagram, mm-hmm. Uh, this may be their first kind of a foray into it. So if mm-hmm. we talk about numbers and how they interact and all that stuff right. in a minute, I just hopefully people are a little bit less lost in that. Right. Um, but today is actually, it's all about you. It's not about mm-hmm. uh, the Enneagram or anything you've done. I want to get to know you a little bit. And so we do things in a couple of rounds of questions here. Mm-hmm. The first round, I call it the first date round. Um, uh, 26, 27 years ago, whenever you and your husband started dating, mm-hmm. you guys went on a first date. And um, do you remember your guys' first date?
1: Uh, we were long distance, so okay. Very uh, unique situation <laughs> via
0: a long distance telephone call.
1: Um, it was a Christmas <laughs> card that led to a phone call that led to a trip that then led to um, numerous trips and then marriage. It was very fast. Well, um,
0: good on that. Sounds like a Hallmark movie. I think if you <laughs> haven't written it down yet that uh, you need to get the rights on that written out after the (laughs) rider strike done we'll be good to go on it so (laughs) i want a small credit if that happens so just throwing it out there okay so but yeah when you go on a first date with somebody you want to ask the right questions it's -hmm. easy to ask uh, questions that are yes and no questions do you like dogs yes do you like cats maybe probably not actually um (laughs) not a cat lady i'm not a cat guy yeah that's okay um, there's space for all of us. Mm-hmm. And so you want to ask the right questions, questions that you get to know somebody a little bit better. And so I'm going to ask you a, a couple of uh, first date questions and, let's do it. uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, uh, what was your first job and like, what do you remember about your first mm-hmm. job?
1: Mm-hmm. So my first job was at Burger King and, okay. um, and this is why, so I, we had moved to Florida and I had met a girl at, um, the pool at my grandma's pool and she had gone to a private school and she was like, Hey, you should come to this private school. And I was like, I'd love to go to that private school, but we can't afford to go to that private school. And Mm -hmm. so I said to my mom, mom, you know, my mom's like, I would love to do it, but I just can't, we just can't. So I said, if I get a job on my 16th birthday, if I get a job, can I pay to go to private school? And she said, yeah. And she said, "Um, if that's what you want to do. So my first job was at Burger King and it was on purpose so that I could pay to go to private school. Um, it was the best decision I've ever made probably, but well, one of them I made, a, I made, I've made other good decisions since You've then, made a few but, good ones. Um, <laughs> but I think that was like, um, I mean, God had his hand all over that decision yeah. for a lot of different reasons, but yeah, Burger King.
0: That's great. Uh, do you remember like what areas did you work in? Were you a cashier or were you um, making fries yes. and burgers no. or? Mm-hmm. All of the above, just cashier. I was not making
1: any food. Uh, uh-uh. uh nobody's going to let me do that. <laughs> um, I was the cashier, and my favorite was when I got to do the drive thru I got to wear the okay. headset and the register. I'm mm-hmm, like, this mm-hmm. is like, this is my little girl dream right now. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> That's incredible. The um, yeah, I I've never worked fast food. I feel like it's it'd be good for everybody to work in food service a little yes, bit. Yes, I but think so But my first too. job was uh, I was a busboy. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you you see and hear a lot of things. Yeah. when you're a busboy. Yes. So,
1: yes, you do. So I was a busboy yes. at an
0: Outback Steakhouse. Um, oh, and yeah, yeah, great times. So yes, you, you actually, heard lots
1: of things, lots of smoke oh, breaks around you. <laughs> yes.
0: Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. Back in the kitchen, I learned uh, some new words in yes. several different languages, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, that was great for me. <laughs> uh uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> um, But yeah, it was a good time. It was a good job, and I made uh, a couple bucks to pay for. honestly, all went to my car insurance (laughs) so that I could drive myself to work. Mm -hmm. But every now and again, it would, it paid off a little bit. So it was good times. So I I wouldn't change it for the world. All right. So, um, I am proud of myself for this next question. Okay, Uh, okay. I I sent them to you ahead of time. And so I hope you don't think I'm a maniac for writing this question, but uh, every now and again, I'll do something and I'll tickle myself. And this is one of those things (laughs) that I just, I laughed. I was typing, I think it was midnight. I was Typing stuff out, and this just hit me, and it's so funny. Um, For those of you listening that don't know uh, the Enneagram, the Enneagram, uh, it's nine uh, types, but Mm -hmm. uh, there's certain things that, like, uh, there's three different, they call them the triads. And Uh uh, what are the three triads? Uh, So heart, head, and gut. Yeah, heart, head, and gut. And uh, so, in those three things, there's three of the different types. And so, I think it's a, is it one, six, and nine together?
1: Um, they're going to be, no, the one, uh, two, three, and four is in the head, in the heart triad. Okay. This force, Um, oh my gosh, what is happening to me? Five, six, and know. seven is in the, um, is in the head triad. Okay. And then eight, nine, and one is in the gut triad.
0: There it is. Okay. So I had this thought and I don't know why, but I had the thought if these, if the triads all got into these different style battles, who do yes. you think would win? again, I, I was delirious and writing and that's always a good combination. And so, um, the fact that you showed up to this and are actually (laughs) doing this is a miracle to me that you show up. All right. So we got the three triads Uh during battles. Uh, the first battle is this, it's a dance battle. Who's going to win in the triads dance battle
1: in the dance battle. Um, as probably the, Probably the heart triad. They're going to show up for that. So yes. that is
0: the two, three, four?
1: Two, three, four. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we'll do this. We're going to connect this way. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I could see that. Uh, threes mm-hmm. are big performers. Fours are also uh, big performers. Yes. And Yes. Uh, and twos want to twos... make you
1: happy. So sure, I'll get on the dance floor. Sure, we'll do this <laughs> together. Sure, I'll lower that those steps. Yeah.
0: Um, I want to believe that the triad that I'm in is going to win all these all the time anyway. I know it's not true, but... Uh-huh. uh yeah, it's not true. All right, so uh, moving on. That was dance battle, trivia battle. Who do you think is going to win trivia battle?
1: Well, the thinking, the thinking okay. triad, five, six, seven. Five okay. is going to kill the game all day long. Okay, they're going to kill it. Six, they're going to be like, I hope I'm saying the right thing. And seven, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, I don't know, but this is a really good time.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be the ones on the microphones. The fives will be the ones doing the researches, yes. And the sixes will be uh, interior. uh thinking about all the possible weaknesses. Yeah. Like, did you look at this
1: one? Could that be it? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I
0: hate to admit it, but, uh, my group lost again. Um, (laughs) I'm keeping my fingers crossed for this last one. All right. So I got the triads again in an MMA style fight. So mixed martial arts Who's coming out on top on this one. I, I, I genuinely have no idea on this one.
1: I, you know what? Like I thought about this and I, I, it is the gut, the gut triad is going to, going to do it. The eight yes. is going to come out fierce. True. Right. True. It's fierce. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nine is going to come out silent, but deadly. They're going to take care of it. Right. I've they're been gonna, described mm-hmm. as silent,
0: but deadly several See? times. They're going to be it's, like, but that's usually this. after uh, Taco Bell, <laughs> but let's not get into that situation at all.
1: Yes. They're going to come out like ready to go, but you're not going to expect it. And then the one uh-huh. they're going to play by the rules and they're probably going to win. So, okay. You know,
0: I like it. I like it. I'm happy that we finally did one. Um, and I'm just going to throw this one in there. I didn't put it in before. Okay. And uh, let's work through it together. Okay. Uh, a cooking competition, cooking battle. Who's going to win that one? Hmm.
1: Oh, I don't know. I think you'd have to pull one person from each one of those groups. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Uh, uh what do you all right, think? So let's,
0: let's work through it. All right. So the three is their big performers or like the, um, that that group i feel like they would try to put on a show with it
1: and maybe that would work
0: I, yeah, are,
1: but they're like too fast like threes uh-huh. are like fastest way from point a to point b and they're forgetting ingredients and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know mm, i don't know about that
0: I, I love this right now this is i'm happy. I, <laughs> I threw you off all right and then uh five six seven all right yeah five six seven yeah uh, the sevens are mile a minute the fives are in all the cookbooks yeah and do, you, do you think they six can find six, a common ground?
1: yeah, sixes is probably probably because I cook. like it's one of my passions, <laughs> so I'm like, I would totally win this. Um I believe in you, but, yeah, I think that sevens want to try new things. So up for an adventure, you sure. know, oh, we're going to try something new. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But sevens are oftentimes rule followers too. people don't think that about them, but they are. Mm-hmm. um the five is measuring everything perfect. I mean, the six is measuring everything perfectly. and the five, mm-hmm. you're right. They've got the recipe. And like, mm-hmm. you know, they're quietly standing there watching you do it, but they're there. <laughs> we're doing this together. Yeah. Yeah. They could. Um, okay. So thinking could.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, the last one, uh, eight, nine, one. Yeah. I feel like the eights would just be like, hey, this is what we're doing and yes. do it. Um, yes. And then uh, the nines be like, that's cool. Yeah. And then ones would be helping.
1: Somehow, right. So. Right. So either one of them either one of those groups probably more than that than the heart triad
0: <laughs> sorry heart triad yeah uh it's funny that you said that uh, about measuring things meticulously from the sixes yeah my wife uh and one of her best friends they used to own a bakery making uh french macrons oh yeah. um a macron if you're uh, fancy uh, like i'm not mm-hmm. um they uh and so my wife is a six and those are super meticulous you have to be mm-hmm. uh, right on making them and in- um, whenever things would be going wrong, she'd be like, no, we got to make sure that we're doing X, Y, and Z to yeah. keep it. So I, out of love for my wife and, uh, and your triad, I will go ahead and, uh, the relinquish the throne to you guys. Congratulations. Right, we'll <laughs> take
1: that. We won the cooking challenge. <laughs> I, think
0: I am we proud won. of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy we came to a conclusion yeah. uh, on that one that it makes, it only makes sense. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So that was a fun first date round. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry that You and Steven didn't get a traditional uh, first date, but this was a good time for me. Hopefully it was great for you (laughs) as well. It was awesome. Yes. Let's do it. Let's
1: go again. Yes. Second date. Yes. All right. (laughs)
0: All right. So this next uh, round, I call it the slow round. And so it's, um, if you were an onion, it's a few layers deeper. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's uh, less about like, uh, who's going to win in a dance battle and more who, who are you? And so, okay. um, The, You are in a creative field and you are in a field where uh, you are helping people and that that is a lot of output on you. And Mm -hmm. so uh, you are uh, putting things out into the world, making books and uh, devotionals and things that help people and Mm -hmm. uh, cards that I am going to buy today. Um, But uh, who are people that have been encouraging to you, let's say in these last three years, especially because the world's been so weird these last three Mm -hmm. years. Who's people, like? who's a person or people that have really stepped up and been an encouragement to you? And mm-hmm. what did they do that encouraged you so much?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to sound cheesy, but it's the truth. So I think my husband is huge in this mm-hmm. for me. Um, when I started the journey in on the Enneagram journey, uh, it was about six years ago. I've studied the Enneagram for um, 13 years, but when I started to actually take this serious as a job and like. In in as a profession, um, he has been a huge supporter and encourager, and so from there, uh, other friends like onsite uh, is a is like a healing community. I don't know if you guys, mm-hmm. you know, if you're familiar with onsite, but, um, I've done some trainings out there and I love that community so much. Uh, yeah. I think there's such healing that happens in that space. So I, I think that, you know, a lot of the, the work that I do with people, I had to do my own work first. And so mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a collective of people that I feel have helped me on this journey. Um, my husband's voice and presence and love and, um, push has been huge. Like you can do it. Yes. You're worth it. You know, I think for me, that was a big part of it. Like, is it okay to put money behind this? Is it okay? And he's like, you're worth it. But it took me a long time for me to see that to be true. Um, And so I think he has been huge for me. I have a friend, Lindsay Nobles, who's been a huge, huge supporter for me. Um, she's, I think she's seen the depth in me and she's waited patiently as I, as I explored what that even was. She was with me from the time my twins were babies. She'd come over and, um, my house was a mess. I was making dinner and she'd help me bathe them. And, um, she's just been part of my life for a really long time. And so, when I think about friendships, Brendy Wilson is a huge friend that, um, and supporter of what I do. Um, there's just a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but my Me, husband, my husband yeah. and my kids.
0: Yeah. So the, the mm-hmm. thing that again, like we see, I see the public persona of you. And so I see, um, your really cool. Enneagram graphics online. And then occasionally a family picture mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But, uh, on on my side, it's mm-hmm. easy to think that you've just got it all figured out and had it all figured yeah. out, and that you've mm-hmm. never had a doubt about yourself, and that you've never ever once questioned if you should be doing this, and uh, that your kids mm-hmm. have been perfect this whole time, Mm-mm. and that um, that everything has been roses. But
1: right. now
0: <laughs> so in in no way, yeah. shape, or form to cut you down at all. It's mm-hmm. it's cool to know number one that you're a human, mm-hmm. <laughs> and number two, it's cool to know that there's there's not it's not just you and that mm-hmm. the reason and the the way that you've been able to put things out isn't just because of your own strengths and abilities no but way. because mm-hmm. of a strong community around you right. those ladies and then your husband that you mentioned it's yeah. cool that it wasn't just they helped me write or they helped give me ideas mm-hmm. but be there with my kids and be there with my family right um the yep. power of community is so important
1: it is i i yes i think back to um the journey of of you're right. What the public sees today, Mm -hmm. um, the years of, of, um, probably pain. I don't want to (laughs) cry. I'm like, I'm probably gonna cry. Um, but the, the years of feeling lost and confused and alone and, um, we were in ministry and, um, life wasn't perfect. And we had some, you know, um, we have a child born with a lot of, Uh, challenges. And it was lonely. (laughs) It was really, really lonely for a lot of years. Uh, And I married an Enneagram three, who was a workaholic. Mm -hmm. And so inside of our marriage, it was really lonely too. It was hard to find connection. And, um, and so he and I both committed at year 20 to do some really, really hard work on our Mm -hmm. marriage so that we could have the rest of our lives together um, emotionally connected and understanding each other and supportive of each other and loving of each other. Um, so we did super hard work around our marriage., um, and we still continue to do that. And we have invested a lot of time, energy, effort, and finances into uh, our kids as well, as far as therapies and different things that they need, um, because it's important for us all to feel uh, heard, seen, and understood. And mm-hmm. so I feel like, We didn't get it right for a lot of years, but um, God and his goodness and community and help helped us to figure it out and get on a new path that feels completely different than it was six years ago.
0: Yeah. Something that I'm realizing in my life, and maybe you're the same way, is a thing that I'm noticing more and more is the people that I know and respect are the people that are very intentional with the big things in life. So mm-hmm. uh, it seems like you and your husband really took intentional steps to connect uh, not only mm-hmm. to each other, uh, but if you are a person of faith, connect to God and mm-hmm. then connect to uh, your family and, right. and make intentional choices to head that way. And right. I, mm-hmm. I know that uh, there's people that when the rubber hits the road, they make different choices. Right. And so, uh, right. again as a stranger that met you uh 35 <laughs> minutes ago it's it's good to know that i'm not alone because not alone. i'm married i've got two mm-hmm. kids uh, they're both younger right now and mm-hmm. there're some days where i am the worst version mm-hmm. of myself and mm-hmm. the worst husband and mm-hmm. the the worst everything in the middle luckily for me my wife's perfect so <laughs> we don't have to worry about that at all yes you're um, lucky she listens to this <laughs> um, <laughs> No, but like we've all got our own faults and piccadillos Mm -hmm. and all that stuff in the middle, but it's, it's refreshing seeing somebody like you that I respect and uh, that is doing cool things and helping people knowing that it, it wasn't just a walk in the park to get Mm -hmm. where you are, Mm -hmm. but that there's a lot of work and a lot of intention behind Mm -hmm. what you're doing and why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So as an admirer from afar, thank you for putting Mm -hmm. in the hard work and uh, for being uh, a voice that, that people like me can trust out and middle of Florida. So Mm. thank you for doing all that.
1: You're welcome. I mean, it's the, the work is worth it. I say it a lot. I said a lot to my Mm. clients that the work is worth it. It is painful. It is brutal at times, but, um, continuing to go the same way that we're going, uh, and, like getting into those patterns where it's just familiar and it's the same rut and it's all of this, that is just as painful. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I am sick of feeling this pain. I'm going to go get a shovel and dig out and figure Mm. out what is underneath all of this. Like what is keeping us from connection? Um, and so, you know, I did, I did the work first, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, so I can hold space for other people and I want people to feel seen, heard and understood. And more than anything, I want to hold space for people that they feel like that they 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 do have somewhere that they belong, yeah. um, that they're not alone, yeah. and that we do see them. Mm-hmm. You know, I love it. I Jackie, love I'm so
0: uh, me too. I am. Uh, people ask me, uh, I'm a year into this podcast. People ask me, why are you, like why are you doing this? And like, what's the or what's the most rewarding part of it? Mm-hmm. And for me, it's honestly just these conversations. Like, I love getting to meet people like you. And seeing the heart behind the, the, the things that I see out in the world. And mm-hmm. so uh, I love it. Okay. So uh, a, a few minutes ago, you told us that you've written a, a new book and mm-hmm. it's about uh, Enneagram and your marriage. And yeah. um, it, real quick, tell if people are listening and they're like, that sounds right up my alley. What Give us like the the cliff notes of the book.
1: Okay. So it's, uh, it's actually a workbook because I believe Mm -hmm. that information is not transformation until you activate it. So we can be really, uh, we can have a lot of knowledge. We can have, our heads can be really full of information, but unless we're doing something with that information, there's, there's nothing coming of it. Right. And I, I often say like, I know how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but until I put those ingredients together, it's not a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. So this book hopefully um, is a resource to help you take information about yourself and your partner side by side and begin to work the the content, work the information. There's activities to help you unpack what you're reading um, to make it you know make it make sense to your own life story. Um, there's a lot of ownership of your own life story in this mm-hmm. book, but yeah. as you as you walk through this, it's like, a, from basic, like your Enneagram type, subtype and wings. I know that if you, if you don't know the Enneagram, you're like, what is she talking about? All the different <laughs> layers of personality. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and so, but it, it takes you, it takes you into a deep dive and it helps you to see your partner side by side. When we can understand, uh, people, we can attune to them. Mm -hmm. So in that attunement is like, I see you, I'm trying to understand where you're coming from. I'm trying to hold space for you. I'm trying to hear you. I'm not trying to fix you. I'm not trying to change you. I'm not trying to make you the version of, of, uh, of you that I want you to be, but I'm trying to, to learn to hold space for you to, to be the version of you that you are. Mm -hmm. And so this book does that. And it, um, I think it, I think it, it just grows you in empathy and compassion for one another. Um, because you begin to see deeper parts of the story, um, you know, and my husband and I've been married a long time. And so he always says, man, I wish we would have had this at the beginning. It would have saved a Mm -hmm. lot, a lot of heartache for sure. A lot of misunderstanding.
0: I'm I'm a big fan of the Enneagram that the same thing happened for my wife and I, a few years back when, uh, we kind of started digging into this and it's been such a useful tool for us because it helps me recognize why she's doing, mm-hmm. uh, or why she's reacting to things the way she reacts, or uh, for her the same how and why I'm thinking about things. And uh, if you can get a hold of some good tools like this mm-hmm. and actually put them to work, it, it helps right. change things. Okay, right. so you've written uh, this workbook for people uh, mm-hmm. to go through, um, but uh, writing a book and writing uh, anything it it takes a lot of super self infra- introspection and uh, a lot of a deep thought. So, mm-hmm. in writing this and researching it and doing all the work that goes into it, did you have any realizations about yourself and if oh so gosh, what were those yes. realizations?
1: <laughs> yes. Um I feel like I have realizations of my, about myself every week is what yeah. happens. Um uh-huh. I was even this morning I was mowing the lawn listening to um Brené Brown one of her mm-hmm. books. Yeah. And um I literally tears strolling down my face cuz I'm like, "Oh my goodness, she's she's hitting, she's hitting a wounding. She's talking about Mm. something that's hitting a wounding in me that is still there, you know? Um, so I think that, yes, going through this book, uh, I have to, you know, like you begin to see parts of yourself and you're like, Oh, I thought I was healthy, but man, I'm still displaying myself like that. Or, um, you know, there's, yeah. So you probably want me to tell you what them, what they are instead (laughs) of keeping them up here. Like, (laughs) yes, I have. Um, There's a lot of things like one of the things when I'm not healthy, when I'm not Mm -hmm. like when I'm not in a healthy headspace or heart space, I'm just Mm -hmm. kind of overwhelmed. I've got a lot of things on my plate and um, our schedules are crazy. Then um, I want to shop and I want to buy jeans. And why? I don't even know why, but it's always jeans. And so my, my husband will be like, What's going on? If I come home with a bag, he's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I'm I'm I'm stressed." That's what it is. I'm stressed right now. Or I think if I put it, if I go buy an outfit, I will feel better on the inside. Mm. No, I don't. I only feel better on the outside. Maybe because you know when you get at home, sometimes it's like, well, it didn't look like that in the fitting room. Mm. Um, so I've learned like some of my coping strategies and my defense mechanisms yeah. um, around avoidance. Um, I have learned this, this is, this is interesting. So, um, I react to my kids oftentimes based off of how I feel about something, not what they're doing, but how I feel about it. So, um, in the writing process and, you know, when you're doing stuff, you need quiet, you need, you just need time. I actually write best when they're all around me, but not when they're fighting. So, and they're teenagers, you know. So they're like, yeah. you know, the other day, one of them texted us like, I threw a loaf of bread at, you know, her, and it was a big thing. Where like we're at dinner, leave us alone, throw the bread, I don't care, just don't text me about it. Um, but they, so when sometimes when they fight like that, um, I want to make it stop, like knock it off, that's enough, da 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 da. And I have caught myself like this is not about what's happening with them. This is about the way it's making me feel. I Mm. don't like the way it makes me feel. So I need them to stop it. Um, And so I noticed that about myself, not just with them. That's probably the easiest explanation of it. But in different different situations, I I can notice like, this has nothing to do with them and everything to do with how I feel about something. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned to take some ownership over my feelings.
0: Yeah, uh, I said it before, but uh, when me and my friend group, we first found out about the Enneagram, um, it was one of those. There's been a a few times in my life and in my professional career where uh, we've done different personality assessments and different types. And every time that I do any version of any one of those, I have like just so many light bulb moments. Mm -hmm. And I realize why uh, this guy always steamrolls meetings. And I understand Mm -hmm. why. I avoid conflict at all costs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, I am the most conflict averse person that you might ever meet. And mm-hmm. so uh but also realizing that so in my marriage um uh, a few actually a few days ago um my wife and I we just were not seeing eye to eye on something and it really upset me mm-hmm. to the point that um I just shut down for like a day and a half and um that I was at work both uh, like for two days and just thinking, I got to bite the bullet. I got to, I got to have this fight, (laughs) got to bite the bullet, got to have this fight Mm -hmm. because I know that my internal, whatever is so conflict averse that I will just let it simmer and harbor Mm -hmm. inside me forever and ever and ever, and never want to take the step to actually uh, get to the healing part of it and to the better part of it. And we had the conversation and things have been so much better because I know those little things about me that that it's maybe the way that my brain ticks, but maybe it's not the best for uh, my marriage. And so right. if I can, mm-hmm. if I can learn just a little bit more about myself, it's mm-hmm. amazing how much it can help things. So, mm-hmm. and again, mm-hmm. my wife is perfect. So she <laughs> didn't it's have to her. worry about that. It wasn't no, her at it's not all. Her so you. all my deal. Mm-hmm. It's all
1: you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay.
0: So uh, there's one question that we ask everybody on the podcast and uh, you're on the podcast. So I'm asking you,
1: okay.
0: what's something you're learning right now?
1: Oh, um, OK, um, I love to read like and okay. I love to learn. I I mean, I am a consumer of information when it comes to what I do. Um, and that's like in the healing space, like uh, as far as like different books and stuff like that. But I'm reading an older book. I'm like, where did it go? Um, <laughs> it's you guys have probably already read it. I guess I'm slow to it, but Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Oh, yeah. So. It's been on my bookshelf for a while, and mm. I had I had gone to see my daughter in Florida. She's in Florida at college, and um, and on the plane ride home, I felt a prompting, and like I felt a prompting from the Holy Spirit. Like when you get home, you need to grab that book off of your bookshelf. And mm. I was like, "This is so weird." Like I don't even know the name of the book. Um, mm. and then I got home, and I was doing my devotionals the next morning, and again, I felt like get up and go get the book like oh, wow. it was so strong and so um uh, i'm just starting that this journey with this book mm-hmm. and it lines up a lot of what i do uh, yeah. but it also gives me some insight and some language to help people in different spaces mm-hmm. and so um i just i love to learn the why behind things and so i'm always like digging in
0: mm-hmm. he's written a few books that uh, are in yeah. the same uh, line and they've they've been uh very transformative for myself and my community. And um, mm. so I'm excited to see mm-hmm. on the back end what you learn mm-hmm. on that. Because mm-hmm. honestly, uh, as a selfish person, it only benefits me if you learn and do more cool things. So thank you for, <laughs> for digging into that stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm sure you'll see it out there on socials displayed. I um, cannot wait. So, But it's so good. Yeah. yeah I really love
0: it. The, those really that get to the heart and they get to the heart quick. Mm-hmm. So they're good books. Yes. All right, so um, all right, yeah. so we are uh, at the end of the podcast here, and we are in. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite round of the podcast. Uh, it's the round of questions. I call it the Common Ground round, and it's where you okay. and I see if maybe you and I are a little alike. Is that okay?
1: Okay. that okay. Sounds good. Okay.
0: Um, so I've got my three by five cards. You've got yours <laughs> because you are a rule follower. Um yeah. And she's got her marker. All right. So I'm gonna ask you um five this or that style questions, and we'll do them one at a time and reveal them and all that fun stuff. You ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. All right. When it comes to books would you rather read a hardcover book or a paperback book she was ready for this one. I don't I know. love books <laughs> who doesn't um I'm I'm deciding because uh, let's see. all right here we go here we go three two one I put hardcover what did you put she put hardcover, hardcover. I accidentally yes. wrote hark um I think <laughs> we're getting closer to Christmas time and I was thinking. The Angels Sing, but um, yes. <laughs> is it a reasoning, or are you just like the tactile feel of a, a good hardcover uh-huh. book?
1: I like the feel of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the um, weight of it. There's something about the weight of a book. Yeah.
0: Just for fun, do you have a favorite all-time book?
1: Um, this it's Redeeming Love. Yeah. By Francine Rivers, like I, it is my favorite. I read it numerous times. I've given it away and bought it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is my favorite all-time book. Yeah.
0: That's great. Good choice. So proud of you. Yeah. Um, I think if I had to pick in the pantheon of books I've read, I'm not a huge reader, but um, there's two books that kind of like really just lit my brain up and made me want to go climb mountains and mm-hmm. like travel the world and be a better person. But uh, Love Does by Bob Goff. Love yes. that little man. And um, mm-hmm. oh, uh, A Million Miles in a Thousand Years by Donna Miller. So
1: Oh, those, both of those guys are great
0: guys. No. The, both of those um I think I read them and they just hit me just right at the right time and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um and I've dug into them a ton a million times mm-hmm. since then too so those I are the best. That. All right. Um I don't know this about you uh, at all so I'm excited to see would you rather live in the country or in the city? Are you a country girl or a city girl? Oh
1: my goodness. This is so hard. The
0: face she just made at me is so angry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> This one My is country easy for- like
1: suburbs or country like country.
0: Um, let's go somewhere in the middle where you are within 30 minutes of a Walmart.
1: Oh, <laughs> here
0: we go. Three, two, one. I went city. She <laughs> went city. I went, All it if took- I at
1: Walmart, I need to be near a mall. Like- <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's got to get her <laughs> jeans. Yeah. It's like
1: 15 minutes. That's it. I don't want to be further. What, what Uh version
0: of the country were you expecting there to be a mall in? That's what I want
1: to know. Well, none, I guess. (laughs) That's why I was like the suburbs. Like I live in the suburbs and I'm in Tennessee. So there's like, there's like farms by me, but I'm 10, 15 minutes from the mall, Mm -hmm. five minutes from some good shopping downtown Franklin. So,
0: Uh um, uh, just yeah. for fun, also, I didn't want to interrupt you. You were talking seriously about um, how you cope uh, poorly with things earlier. But what's your oh. what's your go to jeans brand? People want to know. That's what people have been asking, calling and asking this whole time. So, what's oh.
1: up? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna say. Oh well, um. I'm a Levi's
0: kind of guy. So oh. there you have it. And today's podcast is actually sponsored by Levi's. <laughs> Check out your 501s at your local Kohl's I today.
1: Don't- I don't know. Like, I don't have a favorite brand. I think I'm like, I got to put it on and see what I like.
0: Mm, okay. So I'm not
1: a brand. I'm not a brand girl.
0: You're not brand loyal.
1: Okay. No. Okay. That would be no. six
0: of you. So yeah, well, okay, I'm moving on.
1: Mm-mm.
0: All right. Um, <laughs> going out. Are you more casual or formal? Would you rather be dressed up or dressed down? This one is
1: easy for me.
0: Here we go. Three, two, one. I went casual. She went casual. Casual.
1: Yes. The, yes.
0: I I don't know if it's because maybe I'm a little bigger right now, but me and button up shirts, it's, it's too stiff too. I don't want it. Yeah. So.
1: Now I think in general, in my life, I'm mm-hmm. more casual. Like mm-hmm. when I have to, I'm not going to put a suit on to go speak. So I'm not that like, usually I'm like, I'm really not your corporate speaker. So mm-hmm. if that's what you're looking for, I'm not going to do that. Um. I'm just, yeah, I'm more casual in general.
0: Yeah. I I've said this once before. I'm not sure if it's absolutely true, but I think maybe in my later years in life, I might try to Steve Jobs and just have like, I have one pair of jeans and one shirt that's, that I just, yes, I've got it. nine pairs of them. I can wear them every day and everything's yep. fine. That That's, yep. that sounds like my dream. Not having I'm to never choose gonna something
1: do every that. day. <laughs> Neither I'm am I. I'm never, ever going to do that. Never, ever going to do that. <laughs> you
0: like, uh, you like having your options?
1: I yes I want options and shoes I real sneakers really sneakers not really shoes but um yeah I'm never gonna do that. My husband is black t-shirt black pants every single day and I'm like this is so boring and then my closet's like a hot mess. it's like everywhere so I'm like I kind of love it every, yeah.
0: so mine mine's similar mine is a like just solid color t-shirt and then my black jeans and sneakers and mm-hmm. every now and again I'll come home with another, a uh, slightly different shade of color of uh, yes. a <laughs> solid color t-shirt. And my wife, she just rolls her eyes. She's like, oh, another green. That's great. Mm-hmm. so
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I do with Steven. Like, oh, we're doing this again. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: But he loves I did handsome. get him to
1: get a pair of cargo pants.
0: Ooh. Fashionista. I'm so impressed.
1: <laughs> I love them, too. I'm like, they're so great. He was like, this is crazy, Jackie. But he's worn them every day.
0: They're, okay, so. good. He's got more room for uh, more things in his pockets. I guess so, yeah. More notebooks. (laughs) Um, And if he's called into battle, he is ready. Um, He's ready. All right. So uh, would you rather do yoga? Working out, would you rather do yoga or weightlifting? Mm,
1: Okay.
0: Here we go. Three, two, one. I want weightlifting. What'd she put? She put weights. Look at her. Yes. Have we? We've only missed one so far, haven't we? Nope. Uh, No, we are all the same. So far. are we the same person? Maybe I am a seven. Oh my (laughs) gosh.
1: I know I'm not a nine. So are you a seven?
0: (laughs) Um, maybe so. I, I am so happy right now. Um, I, not a yoga gal. It's not that's not where you're. I uh,
1: I'll go with friends sometimes, maybe never. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's too slow for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I know that there's great benefit to it, but no, it's not my jam.
0: That's okay. Now everything's for everybody. There. Um, have you ever heard of P90X? It was a yes at home video workout system. Yes. I did that uh, once in my mid twenties, and I've done like I've done like P. 15x because I stopped after <laughs> two weeks. Um, a, a lot of times, but yes. uh, one of the videos is a yoga video, and it is the bane of my existence. And mm, I'll tell mm-hmm. you why because uh, it's a video, and so like you're doing the the karate pose, whatever it is, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But you're doing child's pose or something, yes. and you're on. He's like, all right, we're going to start on our left side, and so and then he explains the move for let's say a minute and a half. He explains what the move is while you're in the pose. And then he's like, all right, let's go to the right side. And then you're in that pose for half a second. And he's like, all right, let's go to the next move. And then so the whole time he's like, let's start on your left side. And then my left side was just dead. My right side was fresh and ready to go. (laughs) I just was like, you need to pace these videos better, Tony Horton. Um, That was was a personal outlet of mine. I'm sorry. Everybody out there who's a big P90X and Tony Horton fan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: P90X um, or yoga. Yeah, either one. My, yeah. my friends love it. And I'm just like, I go and then I want to laugh in class and they're all quiet and serious. Mm-hmm. So it's just not for me. That
0: mm-hmm. and um, uh, I, I feel like, and this might be TMI, I'm a little bit too gaseous to do some of those poses.
1: Mm-hmm. And no one, mm-hmm. it
0: benefits mm-hmm. no one. No <laughs> one likes it. So moving on.
1: Oh my gosh. Jackie
0: is regretting every second of this right now. She's
1: this is amazing.
0: Firing her agent immediately and is angry forever. One last one. Are you ready for this? Ready, uh, ready. Do you, uh, I think you mentioned earlier, do you enjoy uh, hot wings or chicken wings?
1: Sometimes. Okay. I mean,
0: all right. So when it comes to chicken wings uh, or uh, yeah, would you rather have a uh, mild sauce or hot sauce?
1: Mm-hmm. This one okay. might be the
0: the differentiator here.
1: Mm-hmm. I can tell by the way that we just went into that.
0: <laughs> here we go. I went mild. What did you put? Mild. Hey, oh, look at <laughs> us!
1: Like I want barbecue sauce on those or teriyaki. I don't want any of that how, hot stuff.
0: How have we never met before? That's
1: I know, right? It's, it's like looking <laughs> in a
0: mirror right now. This is incredible. <laughs> The, oh. So, uh, kind of side story. I, I've been doing this. This is uh, in the late 30s of episodes, uh, and it took me up until episode like 20. I, outside of my wife, me and my wife, we can play this game, and like we both know each other enough to to sync it up if we want to. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, for the most part, people like I, I'm a little quirky on it, at least something. So like this is rarefied air right now that I'm the yeah. same as somebody. But yeah, yeah, I don't I don't want to like it be burning. I, I don't want that sensation in my life. No. Let me enjoy my food.
1: Yes. It's yeah. Yes. And I would like it to be a little sweet. <laughs> like,
0: who would? Who would? Just
1: in general, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just mm-hmm. just like me. Just like you. Yeah. Just a little sweet.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like a yeah. A little sweet, a little sassy, a little spicy, all of it. <laughs> yeah.
0: The story you know, of my us. My husband
1: would be like, she's not sweet. Don't let her fool you. She wow. is like spicy and sassy and all of it. I'm like, well, yeah, I Steven's
0: am. actually on next week. So uh he we'll, is. no, we'll ask him to. Do it.
1: <laughs> if, if like, you oh. know anybody,
0: let me uh let me know. We'll get him get him on the old potty. Yeah, you can get him on. All right. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Um have to do okay. It. So uh congratulations on being like me. I don't know if that's actually a congratulatory <laughs> thing, but you're stuck with it now. So
1: I think it's fun. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay,
0: done. Um, I'll go get, um, some fancy jeans and some colorful tops and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll hit the town together. How does it sound? Okay. You
1: can get fancy jeans and I'll get a plain top and we'll kind of meet in the middle.
0: Ooh, la, la, I love it.
1: Right. Um, are right? we
0: doing like a, a flared, uh, Jean we doing right now? Yes. Cut? That is
1: all. Yeah. We're, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like that. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah.
0: I'll look a little country. That's cool. Okay. But we'll, <laughs> we'll do this in the city. Um, all right. So Jackie, uh, again, for people that are, are just meeting you and they're loving this, uh, because they love me, they now love you. Um, uh, where can people follow along if they want to buy your book? Where's a great place to buy the book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'll put everything in the, the episode description, but where can people follow along with you?
1: Okay. So Enneagram with JB on socials. So on threads on which who even knows what that is, but here we are, love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, I have a website that's enneagramwithjb.com. Mm-hmm. And on there, you'll get all my resources if you are interested in personal coaching or um, I speak to teams, all kinds of people. So uh, all that information is on there. There's lots of freebies on my website and you can get my books there or Amazon or anywhere books are sold. Barnes and get my books and um, Target, Walmart, all of them. So wherever. That's so
0: cool. Oh man, yeah. Jackie, that I, I'm just blown away. I'm so happy you joined us today. Uh, Thank you for being here, friend. This is awesome.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's been fun.
0: And for everyone listening, thank you for joining us and we'll see you here next week with Jackie's husband now on Maybe You're (laughs) Like Me. Have a good one, guys.